Welcome to another powerful episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast, where we talk about a range of issues from politics to sports and even cybersecurity. And um, actually, I promise you guys that we're going to talk about cybersecurity today and it, probably particularly DDoS. And we have today on the Neoliberal Round Podcast my vice president, my IT vice president, and also the president of Ant Business Solutions. And um, we will, we're going to talk about Ant Business Solutions and so on and so forth. But I am happy to have with me the man of the hour, Ramon Henry. What's up, Ramon? Hi, hi man. I'm good. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to be here to discuss this issue regarding DDoS attacks, as it's been on the rise lately along with brute force. Yes. So it'll be nice to inform you know, the public about this. And yes, we will delve into the world of cybersecurity, cyber threats, and the ever-evolving landscape of digital security. Of course, That's I'm fair. your host, Ronaldo McKenzie, and today, I, as I said before, we have a special guest who is not really a guest. Joining us, Ramon Henry is the IT Vice President at the Nilobal Corporation and the President of Ant Business Solutions. We are going to explore a pressing issue that affects business of all sizes, DDoS. And DDoS means, I believe, what does it mean? Distributed. What does DDoS mean again? Okay. DDoS, so DDoS means DDoS attack means distributed denial of service attack. So what this does is that they flood your internet or or your website or web server with a lot of internet traffic. What this does is prevent other users, like legitimate users, from actually accessing and connecting to your online services. This is actually a crime, a cyber crime, which you can do anywhere from five to 20 years in prison for based on the scale. In Jamaica or in the US? Um, well, in Jamaica, it cyber crime starts at five to 15 years. Um, oh, wow. In the US, it can go up to as high as 30 years or sometime life in prison, depending oh. on the crime. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And just so you know that um, I am in the US here and um, Ramon is in Jamaica, but um, we operate a business that is international and global. And we are content creators. Um, Ramon and I, we are content creators. We run an, an organization together. And it, which is, and we are, I, I say that we're startup business owners in a sense. And um, I've personally experienced the devastating effects of DDoS attacks on my website, thenilaboy.com and ronaldocmckenzie.com and my devices. And um, because it affects other things other than your, not just your in, your website, but your devices. Am I right? Well, it depends on the devices. So if they're attacking, mm -hmm. for example, an organization's infrastructure, they will start by attacking the company's firewall and then work their way into their network infrastructure. Oh, wow. How, what does that look like? And by the way, just so you know, before you respond, um, as you said, so you said DDoS stands for Distributed Denial of Service, which is a type of malware that targets web servers domains and ip addresses yes yes That's okay good. so all right so um but so one of the so so the question for you is as we break down ddos attack for our listeners who might not be familiar with them yeah um so again what exactly is ddos if it does not involve devices is it just networks and domains and ip addresses no it can it it's not the, those are usually the primary target because those are usually the more easier way to get in, but it can be used on a much wider scale. And yeah. motivation factor of carrying these out, actually, you know, it varies. Some do it as a challenge. Some do it yeah. as a way to bring down a competitor. Some do it as a way to bring down a company. 
So like I say, the scale of it, it's very, it's very big. So some at some attacks actually are carried out by disgruntled individuals, like for example, activists. Yes. So, okay, they are not pleased with the way you're running your company. They don't please with the, your image, what you do. What they do, they try to bring you down. So oh wow, this is this is powerful. What you have just said. Yeah. So and what we do, we are we're a think tank, and we have that. Anyway, so sorry for cutting you. This is intense. Go ahead. Repeat that last part that you just said. That part, I love it. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. So I was saying before, you have activists that tries to bring down companies, competitors those that do business in a way that they don't like so you yes. know you have like those oh i do not like this company i do not like the way they do business i do not like their procedures but i'm going to try to bring them down so they uh -huh. tend to use ways of like ddos what they usually tend to layer what is also known as like worms children spiders which is yes. also forms of virus so these are actually some of the more popularly used viruses that is also used along with adidas that have to weaken your defenses you know, I have a question because we talk about why has it become, well, before I ask you, why has it become such a widespread issue? And you did allude to the fact that um, people are, um, people will attack you if a, comp a competitor will attack you or if they don't like your image or if you're an activist or something of the sort, then yeah. you will, you will get, a, you, you're attacked by yeah. the status quo, by the system. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that all... Russia was on my system. When we just started this podcast, we were talking about um, when I just started the Nailable Run, and I've, I've been under a lot of attack with the Nailable Run. When we just started the podcast, Russia was on my system. And it was, and I got a VPS. And then you told me, no, you need a VPN, but we don't have enough money to get a VPN. And the different a, a, a VPN is a virtual process. Okay. What's a VPN no. again? Okay, so what I was saying that you needed a VPS, which is a virtual private server and not a shared yes. server, because even both shared and VPS hostings have their pros and cons. For example, yeah. sh with shared hosting, you don't have to do any of the heavy lifting. However, yeah. you are sharing resources with other, other websites. So if yeah. someone else's website becomes compromised, yours may also become compromised because you're yeah. all sharing a single server with a single public IP address. So if the one IP address become compromised, every site on that shared server can become compromised. But most people tend to go shift one because of cost and two, okay. which with the what they're doing, like you know, most corporate sites, there's like, oh, it's just information, it's just content. They do they're not really processing any information or date store much data, they will tend to go that route. Right. All right. So usually a VPS is usually way more secured because you have dedicated IP, a dedicated server. The, the, only, the downside is that you have to do a lot of the heavy lifting, the server configurations, the security protocols, make sure all of those are met as well. So what we also do is, you, is use web applications firewalls. Okay. Okay, so these are more common with AWS because all their servers do come with, that, come with web application firewalls. Some more cheaper services don't, so what you... The alternative is, a good alternative actually is Cloudflare. They actually have a free tier all the way up to enterprise. And the benefit with using Cloudflare is that you have that additional layer protection where it has the option for you to enable what is known as under attack mode, where you can use to prevent DDoS attacks and brute force attacks. Okay. So what it does is- So you have brute force attack and that's different from DDoS attack. Yeah, so with brute force attack, what they're doing is trying to 
guess your website's credentials or login to get to like your admin panels, your hosting panels and so forth. So what they do, they run that the try see they try to guess the username or the username structure, then have yes. the groupers try to figure out the password. Um, for those that use Word con content management systems such as WordPress, Joomla, or Drupal, which are the three yeah. more popular ones, tend to be more of a target. <sighs> yeah. So what is oh, usually wow. so what is usually recommended in this case is that you use yeah. a security extension or plugin with those CMS as well, which helps to prevent and weaken the brute force at attempts. So that allows, so it, again, the more popular ones would be like Loginizer or WordFence. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what you yeah, can so ask, now, now you're talking about how to mitigate, how to yeah, deal with it. Yeah, how to deal with it. So the best way, so once you have this, you can enable multi-factor authentication, passwordless login, where you, for example, what passwordless login is for most people that don't know is that what it does, it sends an email to the email just associated with the account or users trying to log in, they use that link to log in. So for them to be able to actually get in with using password is that they have to actually hack your email first. I know what your email is to get to that. So you actually add multiple layers of security. And for these CMS website, brute force is actually the most common form of attack for them. Second to DDoS attacks. Yes. Oh, and by, and and then one of the questions I'd ask: Why has it become such a widespread issue? And how can content create or small startup content creators like ourselves? Um, how can we minimize such attacks? So the first question is: How do we? How why is it? If you know how why has it become such a widespread issue? Actually, it's actually cyber crimes have actually been on the rise since two thousand and fourteen. Mm. Yes. But it's actually it's it's actually getting to the point where it's actually escalating beyond what it was before. Before yeah. it used it was happening, but not on such a wide scale because in modern time and in the technical age, information is key. Yes, yes. And for some and to be honest, for some of these um actors that try to exploit exploit these cyber weaknesses, they just do it to see if they can. You do have malicious people like, hey, I don't have no reason for hacking your side. I just need to see if I can do it. There are people like that out there. Some are actually doing it with the intention to bring you down. So yeah, it's yeah. best. So it's best to put to practice, put practice in place to prevent this. Um, like I said, a more popular web application web web application firewall is Cloudflare because one, it starts at a free tier so if you just need like basic security and protection no ddos protection under attack protection the yes. you know basis of work for you can always start with a free tier unless you see the need to go from the free tier to their more advanced tiers which okay. comes with additional security features it also helps with your website performance as well because it also has an option that's called always online mode where it uses yes. your cached version of your site to keep your site up in case of an attack okay Okay. Yes. Yeah. And by so, the way, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So so, I was going to ask you, are you finished with your point? Oh, you can go ahead. Because I was going to say to you that um, we had a, we, okay, the Nelugo Corporation and Space Solution, we had an issue the other day. I um I was in the middle of, I was on a website create, writing an article about to publish it, and suddenly I had no access. Um, the website was still up and running. But you could we were clicking on it and nothing was happening. And then there was like there was a downtime. I couldn't log into the website. 
I called Bluehost. Bluehost said to me, um, oh, it's uh, one week to seven days. We're not sure what's going on. But then uh, we had to, I tried to back up the computer, back up the computer two hours earlier because it happened. Say, for example, it was four o'clock. It happened at 3.30. And so they said, well, you did a backup at the wrong one. And it's good to have backup on your computer. Yeah. They said, okay, yes, you did a backup. Do, go back, do a restore. So they actually did that. I had to call them back after I spoke with you. So you... So according to another IT person at Bluehost that I spoke with, they said, well, it could be that you had a you had a DDoS and the whole DDoS. So, but um, but I want you to say, I mean, explore some of the issues. What, what are some of the steps that you were able to take for your organization and Ubik and for us in terms of resolving some of our issues? I know one of the things you did um was to you you did mention the issue about Cloudflare and firewall, but these things are very expensive. Um, what are some of the steps that um, we are taking at the Neoliberal and Ants to respond to some of the cyber threats? And what can you suggest other people to do? Um, something that's probably not as expensive. All right. So like I had mentioned earlier, for those with basic protection, with Cloudflare does have a free option. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's it, they do have a free option. It only starts going up when you start going in looking at their business plan, the professional plans, or even more so their enterprise packages. Yes. Because yes. the enterprise yes, because their enterprise plan is based on the number of sites you're trying to protect, yeah. and it also comes with a lot of IP configuration protection, routing similar to a physical firewall. Yes. 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 Okay. So need to take all that into consideration. So as a small comp as a small company, small to medium company or as a startup, the their free tier would actually be perfect for people like those. For those who are looking more of a larger organization, I usually recommend at least starting with their professional plan or their business plan. But if their business plan is a bit too much, you can always go with the professional plan. Okay. And um you and uh, here at the Neoliberal, we also offer web services. And we and your expertise is vital. Um, and you're the president of Ant Business Solutions. Um, what are some of the services that we or you or yourself offer? At, at, I mean, at Ant Business Solutions. What are some of the things that we can offer to companies or who are dealing with issues like this? Okay, so we do do cybersecurity analysis and assessment on websites to see what are the gaps that are there, what needs to be addressed. So, is what we do in house at every new site that is deployed, it is deployed behind a Cloudflare web application firewall. None of them is deployed without this firewall. All of our sites are deployed, all of our CMS sites are also deployed with security plugins built in as well. That does, And our servers also do malware scanning as well to detect any malicious activity, which also checks not just for files, but scripts of the sites that we do build and push out. We, so that is a core of all of our website development and design packages. We also offer, like I said, design development. We do digital branding, search engine optimization as well, along with mobile marketing and website hosting. So we have, for example, like our website hosting, you know, we have various plans that are targeted to small, medium, and large corporations. So it's not just, hey, we're not just focusing on just the big guys up there. We do have something for everybody. Right. And by the way, although I said that we might be a small startup, we're not just we're not a small mm -hmm. company. 
We are a serious company with yeah. high reputation. You've been in the business for a very long time. Um, I've been in the business, well, an academic business for a very long time. Yes. I, I run a different aspect of the business. But um, by the way, I heard that Google just sold their hosting. Is it the hosting? Google Domain just sold to Squarespace. Squarespace. Uh, yes. Yes. They're, yes. Curr they're currently in negotiation. I don't think the sale has been finalized as yet. But that yes. should be an interesting change. Oh. Well, just yeah, and um, and but and we offer we offer domains or what do we yes, offer? We do we all we do offer domain registration processes as well. So we do have access to the registrar where yes. we do register your domains, we maintain it, your DNS, and all of that as well. So it's really, uh, we're basically a one-stop shop. For everything, just so you yes. know, yeah, even publishing. <laughs> And podcasting. That's great. Now, um, you've been the president for Ants Business Solutions. Um, what's the next? How long have you been? Um, when did you start this company? Okay, so I started this company in 2016. Oh, that's before COVID. Some people just started in the COVID, during the COVID. Yeah. Time, you started way before. Yeah, so I've been around okay. before COVID, um, you know, putting a lot of effort to grow. Well, no, in the beginning, it was slow, but, you know, we started to pick up. Um, we also started growing where we'd have a few staff online on board now, you know, our database administrators, our analysis and so forth. So yeah, it was a bit rough in the beginning, but we have grown, we made it through COVID, thank God. COVID yes. was rough. Yes, it was. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, and you so, know, it's and it's it's been um yeah, you know what? And the neoliberal is about two years old. We start so I need to not complain. You've been around from 2016. So I understand that's quite powerful. And um, what has been the business like in terms of navig navigating the business world? How has it been? I mean, what were what what how were you able to overcome the challenges? I know we're talking about cybersecurity and cyber yeah. threats, and you provided a ways. One of the ways they, they can deal with some of their cybersecurity is, of course, by company mm -hmm. speaking with us. Yes. And we okay, speaking with us, we will we know we will we know how to fix the problem. You actually came, you came on board and fixed the problem for us right away. We were dealing with a lot of issues, malware and so on. We lost hundreds of customers. But you able you came on board and you fixed that, that for us. So give us some some um how are you able to write um how are you able to overcome some of the challenges as a young as a new business in in the IT world? Well, so the biggest challenge for me was the was comp was my competitors because a lot of them were established like from the nineties, the early two thousands. Yes. So going up against a lot of them was very difficult. I was legit out in the streets. Like walking, going, commuting, going businesses like, hey, these are the services we offer. Give them brochures, flyers, you know, can reach out to us. Um, Here's a site. You can go ahead and take a look at all our all our costs, pricing. Um, Took a little while to get everything set up and flowing as it should. But yeah, yeah it was, yeah, it was like that, man. It's like just out there. It's like, I wasn't like, oh, Senior front of country. I did, I did the email marketing and the social media marketing, but I also like went out there. Like I went to small businesses. I looked and was like, hey, I you know I looked you up. I realized you don't have an online presence. We offer all of these services. I feel like these would be better tailored to your company and your needs. I gave them my online things. Like, hey, I could do all of this for you. Yeah, you're interested. Yeah. Here's my card. You can reach out to me. I was visiting like easily 10 to 15 different businesses a week. Ah, yeah, oh, uh, one, wow. yeah, like, that yeah, I remember, I remember taking bus to like the other end of the island, 
Yes, yes. Yes, I was like, okay, well, because I realized like, hey, the tourism in Mobe is a very big thing. So I was like, hey, let me see if I can reach out to these people. Because mm-hmm. it's for a lot of people, right? Because what I came to learn is that some people like, hey, you might send them an email, make a call, but you probably never hear back from them. But yeah. if they go there, they see you and can interact with you. They say, all right, you know, probably I can. Because that's what I did for, that's how I got most of my business. Like, I said, did because uh, I did a lot of email marketing, social media marketing. I got like 10% of my business from that. Yes, yes. The, yes. the others were the people that actually went out there, went to find them, uh-huh. met with, you know, asked for time to meet with them. I was like, hey, yeah. I uh, know, like, yeah, I show up. I said, like, hey, I know you're probably busy. Um, just give me like two minutes of your time. Hear what I got to say. If you don't like what I'm saying, free to go our separate ways. If you like what I'm saying, hey, we can dig deeper into it, go into further discussions. So though that was that actually worked more for me. Uh, the yeah. only thing was tiring, you know, always going out there on the road. Come on, you know, <laughs> you don't play. This job, this, uh, you know, IT guys, people who content creating, it's as if there is no structure, you don't sleep. You're yeah, always so up working, probably might get one, two hours sleep here and there, but we are always working. It yeah, takes so, a lot of your time. That's what, yeah, man, that's what it was like in the beginning. And then, you know, um, word of mouth started to spread and it's like, yes. I was able, to, so it kind of slowed down that aspect of it. So then I focused more on stabilizing my online presence, you know, for example, or my portal, because I have an online portal where everybody can go, they can go and pay for a service, request a do- register a domain, you would say that way I can speed up their process by having less interaction with me. Yes, yes. Because a lot of people is like, hey, I need this now, I need to get this done now. So by setting up our online portal, we actually were able to increase productivity on that sense, where people can come in and just request a service they want, pay for uh-huh. it online. Yes, yes. You know, for the study, because like I said, the last part of our domain and hosting process, hostings are usually an instant setup. Our VPS roller usually tell them it's like two to three days because that takes a lot of, in the big, the early phase is a lot of manual configuration. So you have to ensure that everything is set properly, everything is working properly, DNS is configured properly, the DNS yeah. zones on it is configured. So in the, in the big dot, once I started, you know, getting a child, getting a better understanding. Yes. Ramon? 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 I'm having a problem. Hello? Oh, your mic is muted. Hello? Hello? Yeah, your mic went to mute. Sorry. Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> can you hear me uh yeah i'm hearing you now i couldn't hear you at first sorry yes yeah, Go, yeah. so yeah that was, that was in the beginning was very difficult so actually with all of that experience i've actually learned how to speed up a lot of these processes because i thanks that i've had people that hate any stuff done like no they can't wait that long so it's like so a lot of it actually did come with experience. Like I can look at stuff and it's like, hey, oh, this doesn't look right. Just like, or this is probably the root cause. So address the root cause, which yeah. is, so which is I was able to actually fix a lot of your problems. So it's because there's are things that come across before. Yes, yes, yes. I was going. I was dealing with a lot, man. 
Yeah. And, so and you and you constantly talk about the issue, and I probably have to have a, another podcast because it don't want to be too long. Because I want to talk about the issue of the com- the competition and how there are those persons who want other people to fail, and some of them are because and I am very suspicious of my, of buying some services because I think that say for example Cloudflare, I had Cloudflare on the RonaldoCMcKenzie.com website. But I thought that wasn't important, so I got rid of it or something. I don't know. Many about six months ago or something or three months ago. So, I, but I think now they. But um, but now you're telling me Cloudflare is necessary. I thought Cloudflare was associated with a uh, with some what they call it. With a, I thought Cloudflare was a malware or spyware. I saw it on the computer. I'm like, I don't remember getting malware. I should have probably spoken to you first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. It, it I like the Cloudflare has become a necessary and very yeah. necessary player in the industry. Um, because like I said, yeah, for example, for those with like physical infrastructures, they tend to go more along the line of uh physical firewalls. Yes, so the yes, more yes. popular ones are usually like Fortinet, which is the Fortinet of, of dealing with um DDoS malware and and yeah. so on. Okay. Yeah. And by so, the way, there's a difference between malware and spyware. Yes. Yes. DDoS is a malware, but a spyware would be like the. Uh, the so, right. well, what spyware does that spyware doesn't necessarily attack your system. It, yes. What it does is try to leak your information. Oh, so the yeah. spyware leaks information. Yeah. And malware steals information or shuts so, down. Malware is more. Malware more attacks your hardware. But it does it slowly, so you don't you don't notice it as you don't notice it as quickly. Um, the one, but like the ones you should really be like conscious of is the ones that are called worms. Oh, that's even worse than DDoS. So no, uh, worms is a form of virus like malware, but it's actually it acts way faster. It's way more malicious. Once it hits, it hits. Oh wow! You don't really have a lot of time to you don't it doesn't really give you time to respond. Yeah, yeah. With malware, you oh, can just okay if you detect it, you have time to respond, time to clean, time to un probably you can probably even undo what some of the damage what with worms that is not the case. Okay, okay, okay. Like okay. they're like that. Yes, yes. So it is also very important to have um endpoint protection. So a lot of the protection. Yes. Boy, um, you're giving you're giving us a lot of food for, for you give it rice and peas and chicken and lettuce. Yeah, and, so, this is quite a lot. Hold on, let's we have to put let's put it together so we don't confuse our viewers and listeners. Yeah. So wait, hold up. So you, you wait to, so we talk about cyber threat, cyber attack, we talk mm-hmm. about DDoS, distributed denial of service, which is a malware, and then you talk about brute force, and then you talk about worms, and now you're saying you talk about in terms of one of the ways of dealing with worms is through endpoint protection yes which is different from so wait hold on let me ask oh, all right and all right so let me no, wait, hold on. this is so, too much if i have a malware issue i don't have a lot of money to begin with i have a malware issue ddos yeah okay i'm a, i get cloudflare but then i have a brute force attack they say what do i get for that one okay so here's the thing cloudflare can does help with brute force okay okay so with Cloud fear, you have an there's a switch you can click literally flick, it's called under attack mode. So what it does is that every connection to your service or your website, it literally has to go through a check 
to verify that it's not an not a malicious connection, whether it's DOS or DDoS or yeah. brute force, because you do have um DOS attack and DDoS attack. Oh wow! Yeah, this, so, oh wow! This is interesting. So the DDoS yeah. is what we mentioned before is the distributed distributed denial of service, where DOS is just a regular denial of service. But oh, DDoS wow. is more common than DOS because DDoS is more widespread than DOS. Okay, okay, okay. But they, but both of them are still just as threatening. Is so you should not try to disregard. And say, oh, maybe DOS is not as threatening as DDoS. No, treat them with same urgency. Any form of attack must be treated with extreme urgency at all times, regardless of how small or how little you think it is. Which is and also, then the worms. Yes, which and is also world, part yeah. of the reason why all yeah. our hosting servers are equipped with antivirus software to scan for malware, spyware, and so forth. Okay, the hosting server. What about McAfee and those people? Okay, um, so okay, so I really think that McAfee and some of these. Okay, people, so what you're I think they to, have virus. I think they have. Uh, what you're referring to is antivirus is also a part of your endpoint protection for your client. Yeah. Right. But it's it. So what I usually recommend is that people to get the antivirus that they believe is best suited for them. For yes. me, I prefer to use Bitdefender. Bitdefender. Yeah. So I use Bitdefender Total Security as on every machine in my house, throughout the office, like all of them. Let me so make oh this is interesting. Guys, you see, we have experts at the Neoliberal Corporation and Ant Business. I'm telling you. So, but this sounds like a lot of money. Actually, vendor for antivirus, yeah. endpoint protection for the worms, and yeah, so clear. So, People like, a, have with, a lot of money. So, go ahead. Here's the thing. Um, it's not like in the past where antivirus offers were expensive. Yeah, they actually became way more affordable. Okay. 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 So, for example. Uh, five license for a year could probably bring like 45, 50 US. Yes, yes, yes. Opposed to like back in the day where a single license for an antivirus was only like two to 300 US. So, yeah. like I said, because back then, while it was so expensive, there wasn't a lot of options. It was very, you know, the known players are like Norton, McAfee, that's where, but yeah. then it expanded and, you know, Kaspersky came in, E set. Bit Defender, you know, and a few other guys came in as well. AVG, so with the with it become more affordable, more as I said, not more affordable, but more available, it became more affordable. Yeah. So for example, um, I for me protecting 10 machines with a regular with a regular antivirus endpoint, which is total security, which I use, I'm able to protect 10 machines for 60 US. Per month? A year. 60 US a whole year? Yes, a whole year. That's a, that is good. Yeah. And the reason why I went out, because I said, back in the day, I wasn't usually a big antivirus fan, you know, when I was younger in school until yeah. I got hit with ransomware. Yeah. What actually saved me was the fact that I already had all my files backed up externally. So I got hit with ransomware. They were de demanding a lot of money to unlock the files and remove the decryption. Like I couldn't even do anything on my computer. So I was like, yeah. I'm, I just wiped everything, wiped the machine clean, new hard drive. And then this is what actually pushed me to start using antivirus softwares. Right. 
Because you, so you were hit with uh with you were also hit with this ransom thing where they yes, had ransomware. Ransomware. Yes, it was. I think it was around like 2012, 2013. I was like, what right. ransomware? That's what yes. they call that term for it. When yes, they ransom, ransomware does that. They, once it gets onto your computer, it encrypts all of your files, all of your data. You cannot do anything with your own information. So what yeah. the usual things is okay. They get this pop up saying, "Hey, I have encrypted all of your files." send me x amount in cryptocurrency they usually tend to ask for a lot of money because i think at the time they say hey the ip have to pay like 500 us in cryptocurrency for them to remove wow. the encryption from all my files but like i said luckily i had external backups of all yeah. of my information so i could just use okay script wipe drives new drive start yeah. fresh and then from there i went so i cannot i'm not do running no without an antivirus anymore that's when I started using, I started going through a lot. I was going through AVG, McAfee, ESET, Kaspersky, Bitdefend. And after comparing all, I went to like a trial version with all of them. Then I said, and, hey, Bitdefender does everything I need. It's affordable. I got a lot of controls. So that's what I've been using ever since. Because yeah. the thing what I like about it, it also comes with its own built-in firewall. So you have the antivirus firewall plus the built-in firewall from Windows, which also gives you additional protection. Because like I said, you don't have to just be like, oh, a business. They can attack you too as a per as an individual or oh, yeah. your own business, especially if you tend to use a lot of public Wi-Fi. That's the easiest way for them to like attack your machine, steal your information, use which is why I usually recommend that people that use Public Wi-Fi, especially if you know it's not a trusted way, you just spend, oh, let me use a VPN on your machine with that connection for that additional oh. level of protection and security. So you protect not only yourself, but your information as well. Yes, a, v a VPN, not, not a VPN. VPN. It's not VPN. VPN is also a virtual private network, which allows okay. you to encrypt your connection, also change your IP to change your location. And so okay. um, you do have some browsers like Tor, that has this built right in to their browser. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. So there are a lot of VPN services out there. They're the more popular, like ExpressVPN or VPN, Pure, Keep Solid. Those are usually the more popular one, but you do have a few others out there that can that's also more affordable. I had a VPN and they were turning it off. Yeah. Even... They were turning it off when they they turn it off when they when they wanted to go into my computer and then turn it back on. I was always having that problem. So, Why do they have that problem to be, to just, is that, is that, is that something that, that usually happen? happens with, um, if you're using free VPN service, cause they use rate limiting. So yeah. once you reach a certain, they use a certain amount of data, transfer or receive a certain amount of data, it automatically shuts off. Oh, wow. So wow, some wow. of them do is like, you get, oh, you can you do 200 megabytes of data on OR or, or yeah. Two, um, two to five gigs a day. So that's where they are really, those are, those are the free ones. They tend to do that. So try to, like I said, they start out free, then they do that to push you to pay for the services. Um, the v, I also, as I said, the VPN service I use is actually Keep Solid, yeah. which I've been using for years. I have no issues with it at all. It works how it's supposed to work. I even have it configured on my router in the whole, so every internet traffic, that goes through automatically goes through that VPN. Once you're on connected either my guest network or my in-house network, 
you are automatically going through a VPN. Ah, okay. Yeah, so, so the issue of cybersecurity is quite important, and you're yeah. and you're saying that we as individuals, companies, businesses, especially if you're in, involved in a business like what we are in, yes, you have to to put the security get you have to put the put get the, put the security in place. That is correct, especially if you are a high position holding person in a in a company as well. They tend to be um more of a target. For example, like directors, executives, they tend to be targeted a lot. Because for example, you know, they hold certain level of information that is not privy to others in the company. And are there malicious players that would want that information? So the usual yeah. thing also tend to target those people as well. So those in those positions should really consider taking necessary steps to protect themselves as well. Okay, this is good. Well, thank you. Thank oh, wise words, wise words from Ramon, Mr. Henry, the one of the presidents here at um the Neoliberal Corporation and uh and business solution in charge runs our IT and all of that. He's very knowledgeable, he's helped us out on a number of issues. Now, as we wrap up. Um, I know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to have more shows like this, and we plan to do that for for the audience. We plan to do that for our fans and our followers. But um, as we wrap up, um, how can people get a hold of 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 you? Of course, they can contact us at the Neoliberal Corporation. But you're so, on Facebook, yes. Yeah, so we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can send us a message via our website. We have either our corporate website or via our our customer portal. So yes. our our corporate site is ansbusinesssolutions.com. Our customer portal is anshosting.com. You could always send us a message there as well. We do have live chat enabled on our sites throughout the workday, which is 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Ants hosting, which is A-N-T-Z, guys, not A-N-T-S. Yes. But it's A N T Z, or for Jamaica, it's Z, or people in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> so it's antsbusinesssolutions.com or antsbusinesshosting.com. No, antshosting.com. Antshosting.com. Yes. And so, of course, you can also reach him here at the Neoliberal Corporation because he will definitely get, get the word. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Okay. So um, also like to, you know, so add to others that, like I said before, even as an individual in your personal life, do yeah. what you can to protect yourself. People do try to attack you in your own personal way. For example, so they try to get your personal information, try to get access to your banking info. You probably get a text saying, hey, um, your password for your online banking is about to expire. Use this link to update, the, update your information. This is known as phishing attack. So it appears as a legitimate email, a legitimate text, but it's actually not. Um, wow, I'm happy. I think I got something like that before. Yeah. So was <laughs> Say that like, again. You got fishing or fishing, but whatever fishing. it's called. Fishing is not fishing, whatever, however people yeah, pronounce it. Pronounce fishing. spell P-H is actually pronounced fishing. Yes. Ah. Yes. So it was yes. Actually, fishing was actually on the rise here for the, um like two years ago. Where yeah. a lot of people's banking accounts are compromised. Mm. Yes. Um, by the time they finish doing the analysis, these people which will siphon over $23 million in people in total from a lot of people's bank accounts. 
Yeah. So it's very important as I said, protect yourself. It's not about because companies trying to protect their investment, their assets. As a personal individual, you still need to protect yourself as well. Thank you. That was we're gonna end right there. You that was powerful. And by the way, you talked about endpoint. We didn't get into it, but we're gonna have more shows. I you're gonna be back on the show, right? Yeah, we're gonna be back on at, the show. at least once a month. We're gonna have to talk about talk technology, IT stuff, new products in the market, new what's the new. The new um cyber threat, the new cyber security, um, the new host, what's going on in, in, in the cyber world. We'll definitely have you are we gonna do more shows like this on the show and let what are some of the new services that we offer here at the Neoliberal and the Ant Business Solutions? So we'll definitely have him back on the show. Thank you so much. All right, no problem, man. So you have anything back on the show. You got you have the last word. Oh no, you should have been the last one, but I <laughs> um, be diligent, be proactive, um, be safe. Um, if you have any questions, like I said, we've stated how you can reach out to us. Very responsive. Um, looking forward to being back here next time. You know, because the pressure being here, you know, like I said, information is key. So yes. more, the more information you have, the more you can protect yourself. And hope you be more diligent to that going forward. Thank you so much. And um, here we are. This is the Neoliberal Around Podcast. We're all about serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges by making popular what was the monopoly. And coming up next on the Neoliberal Around Podcast, we were live at the, we were live just now at the, um, at the justice, a community, uh, a community event with the new Pennsylvania project talking about how we can improve um, uh, equality through by getting more people of color and other groups of people involved in judges. I mean, sorry, in the conversation about judges. So this was quite powerful. That's coming up next. But this show will be available first, and then after that, we'll bring you. But thank you. Thank you, man. Visit us by going to anchor.fm slash Liberal slash support. Donate to us again by going to anchor.fm slash Liberal slash support. And do remember, visit us at RonaldoCMcKenzie.com, TheNeoLiberal.com, and AntBusinessSolutions.com. My new book, Neoliberal Globalization, we consider it's not out as yet. I know some of you have been asking me about it. It's not out as yet, but it will be out before the end of this month. What well, Take care, brother. Alright, same man. Yeah, man. Thank you. This was powerful. And I will stop the recording. And I will.